0: Hello YouTube. Good afternoon. Today I have a great call for you. I'm talking to an Indian gentleman who is actually a licensed US CPA. He has questions about um, the ITIN, LLCs, where to set it up, how to set it up. We go into a lot of specifics about being a CPA since I'm also a licensed CPA and uh, a little bit about that. So if you're interested in that, then again, this is the perfect video for you if you're an Indian CPA looking how to get more clients and expand in the US this video is exactly for you but if you just want to know more if you're especially if you're Indian you want to know more about the the CPA um I mean US LLCs and how business works here and everything it's gonna be a good video and I'm sure you'll like it let's get to it but first quick quick thumbs up on the on the on the button right right down low it really helps and if you're not subscribed subscribe okay well let's get to the call right now having done my taxes I'm too turned up having done my taxes I'm too turned up. I'm great how are you doing how's it going
1: yeah, it's been great, and uh, I've been watching your videos for the past few days, and
0: it's been quite good. I'm put my light on. Great. Well, here you are, talking to the man behind the camera. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thanks for uh, watching the channel and stuff. I appreciate it. I think you have, um, if, if I remember your email right, you actually do, like, are a CPA yourself, or am I wrong?
1: Yes, yes, yes. I got certified from the Arizona State Board of Accountancy in 2016, and uh, I'm also a chartered accountant in India. So I really love accounting, tax, audit, and how was that? The how was
0: that process of? Because uh, I know I'm I'm licensed in New Jersey. I work in Miami. I don't even use yes. CPA like I'm a CPA, but I don't audit stuff, which is the main like perm, like you know legal reason to get a CPA license is to certify stuff. I don't even do that. But um, what was the process like? Was it tough?
1: No, no, not at all. See, particularly for Indian Chartered Accountants, doing an American CPA isn't tough at all.
0: Oh, yeah, I mean, you have to take the test, but to qualify to take the test isn't that bad.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, not not just the test, you have to meet some experience requirements as well, right? So. Oh, yeah, sure. Experience and uh, you need those credits to appear for the exam and also for getting the CPA. Well,
0: well, it's funny. Every state is different and I'm licensed in New Jersey, like I said, but I don't even qualify. Like I tried to get licensed in in my in Florida, but the rules here are really strict. So I should, it'd probably be easier for me to get licensed in Arizona. I need to have a master's degree in accounting here and I don't have that. And there's no reason for me to have that. I don't do accounting like that.
1: I really don't understand why they keep it separate for separate states. Once it's Nasba, right?
0: It's, it's Which, no. In in I mean, this is this call isn't about that. But I could go off because I looked into it a lot. And the they have um, if you if the rules are materially say, um the same, if they're basically the same, they're supposed to allow you within the same criteria. But they don't interpret the law the same way under Nasba. I don't know. I guess it doesn't really matter but I wanted to be a Florida CPA too. And now that I'm self-employed, I'm not working under, I don't know if I'm working under a CPA working by myself. So I don't know if I can even certify my, my own experience. I can't certify my own experience for myself because I'm not working under another CPA. I don't know, but whatever. Congrats on getting yeah. your license. That's awesome. You have some questions okay. for me today, right?
1: Yeah, definitely. So I have sent you an email already and we'll touch upon those questions one by one. Okay. So um, the first one is that uh, I got my CPA qualification four years ago. And uh, after that, I've been doing just on and off some uh, US tax work um, uh, using uh, software like Drake and all that for uh, filing 1040s. And I uh, uh, am yeah, mainly 1040s. So the thing is that now I want to set up an LLC in the US and uh, start up on my own market, my CPA practice. And I already have a small set of client base, which I want to uh, expand mainly it's a lot of indians uh, who keep traveling and who are who are working in companies like microsoft google facebook and uh, uh, those are high net worth clients and um, so i do their uh, 1040s been doing for last 2 3 years and i plan to and uh, develop on that uh, client base that i have yeah now the first thing is that uh, the llc that i want to form uh, it, it should be in a state where the annual costs and compliances are the minimum. So because uh, I got certified from Arizona, I thought that uh, forming an LLC in Arizona may make sense because I can partner with other CPAs in Arizona. So what do you think? Uh, should I form a Arizona LLC just for this purpose or I can form in any other state like Wyoming or Delaware where most people do?
0: It probably makes sense for you to have an Arizona LLC. I mean, I don't know, I don't know offhand all the requirements for that I don't think there are any but that way you can be a part of your your institute your Arizona Institute CPAs and have your Arizona business and your Arizona LLC and you can really double down on Arizona because like if you use like Delaware or Wyoming or whatever it's not like it's not going to be the cost isn't that much different and there's no like competitive advantage otherwise it just looks like you're just another guy who saw a video that said Wyoming LLCs are the best. So you opened one there, you know. I think I think uh Arizona's more intentional. It seems to make more sense.
1: Okay, and uh, but the, what about the taxes over there? Are there going to be income taxes or any other taxes which uh, will which will impact me compared to Wyoming or Delaware?
0: No, just like the same the same rules apply. The the Wyoming and Delaware tax stuff is about corporations, really you can open a corporation in Delaware without really paying Delaware corporate taxes. And I, I guess it's the same in Wyoming, but we, we only really use Delaware just because it's a little more clear. And that's, there's a lot of other reasons to use corpse. Delaware is better for like, I mean, Wyoming's better for other things, but um, you, so the, the, the tax, the tax code and the case law supports Ah, uh, the sourcing of services to be sourced where they're performed, and an LLC is a pass-through entity. Uh, therefore, you have—you're not a U.S. person, so you have no reason to pay U.S. taxes. And because all of your services are performed remotely in India, I—I'm I'm assuming then that's where you would be liable to pay tax, not in the U.S.
1: Okay. And so ca- case law difference.
0: supports that, and so does the Internal Revenue Code, which obviously is how they made their case law decisions, right?
1: Okay, fine. Okay, got got that point. And uh, so yeah, that was first question answered. So
0: the answer is no matter what state you choose, as long as you have an LLC, you wouldn't pay U.S. taxes.
1: Yeah, because my, anyway, my clients are spread all across the U.S. from Seattle to uh, New York and California, everywhere. So okay. uh, like, and I'll be anyway, I'll be performing the services over here. So yeah. I just thought that you know I may get some like by becoming a member of the Arizona State Board of Accountancy and I can partner with some more CPAs over there by forming an LLC over there.
0: Yeah, sure. And you can get information and stay on top of your licensure and stuff. Yeah, makes sense. And they always ask about your company and stuff, like who's your employer or whatever, and you can say, is my employer, my LLC?
1: Yeah, although it will be just a uh, registered agent, uh, which which will be my address over there. Yeah, it's fine. And uh, okay, so will there be any other taxes like self-employment tax or sales tax on this type of practice?
0: No, no sales tax on services and uh, no self-employment tax for non-residents.
1: No self-employment tax, okay. Uh, Next question, will there be any withholding taxes on the fees uh, that I may get from my US clients? So not just individuals. suppose I do some work for some uh, US company and uh, some accounting service or anything. Will there be any type of withholding taxes?
0: There should not be any withholding taxes, not on services, only on for DAP income, fixed, determinable, annual, or periodic income, which is generally rents, royalties, dividends, things like that.
1: Okay, so no withholding taxes,
0: got it. Um,
1: uh, Will you be aware uh, if I need any special license or business license to open a CPA practice in Arizona?
0: So yes. So this is a tricky, I can't like my practice is not a CPA practice. So you don't need to be a CPA practice. Cause that just means you have to register with the state to be able to audit financial statements. You okay. know, you need to have a certain level of insurance to do that as well. So you don't need to get that because you're not going to be performing audits. Mm-hmm. Assuming you're not going to be performing audits. If you want to perform audits, you should probably partner with someone locally and figure that out. But that's what generally you you would license, license yourself as a CPA firm, you know, an official CPA firm in the state. You need a, a certain level of insurance and you need to, uh, and it's really just so that you can do audits.
1: Okay, great. So no need of license as of now? Yeah. Uh, From I yeah. mean, I don't, I
0: don't know. I'm just, this is my speculation. I'm just guessing like, because I don't know Arizona rules.
1: Uh-huh, fine. I'll check
0: myself on this, but uh, yeah. But that's I how it. I think it is.
1: Uh, and anyway, I'm not getting into audit as of now because I want to go more, mostly into tax first.
0: That is the worst. You don't want to do audit. <laughs> it takes forever. It's a ton of work. Only, yeah. only, some, only like the biggest companies need it. And then the biggest companies have way too much stuff for just you to do by yourself, especially remotely. Mm-hmm.
1: Although where I'm calling from, uh, the city in India, uh, Hyderabad, from uh, where I stay. Hyderabad.
0: Yeah, I had clients from there before.
1: Yeah, so here Deloitte has got a huge office and uh, more than 10,000 people working here. And uh, they do all back office audit work for uh, so many U.S. clients, you know.
0: Yeah, they have Uh, 10,000 employees doing it. You're doing it yourself. (laughs) And they have the name Deloitte. And you know, like when Deloitte doesn't audit, I had, I worked with partners and stuff. I did public accounting for a long, for 10 years. Right. So, um, some of the guy people I worked with were in public before I had a guy who just spent all year, they had a team of like seven people who spent all year just rece- redoing one part of accounts receivable of one public company. And it was like, yeah, so like, so like they have 50 people just doing like yeah. one part of accounts payable, you know, so it's because ins- the volume is insane. So to actually yeah. audit that every year. Is insane it's not practical so the only companies that really need an audit are hard to find and uh, and then to actually have it be necessary is usually not even necessary
1: got it got it
0: so don't I, waste your uh, time if you if you have a passion for it work for someone else who does audits yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, not in the immediate future anyway it's so the next point I had about uh, this form 5472 which I have uh, heard you talk about quite a bit yeah and uh, um, so this uh, will be a compulsory requirement, right? For a single member LLC and I have to report transaction between the LLC and myself. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, this will be, okay. I guess from the first month of the incorporation.
0: Yeah. From, I give you what it's calendar year. So if you open it in November, then you have to do it for that year and you generally, they made the, the, they made it really broad uh, when they describe what is a reportable transaction. So basically, every you have, to, if you're operating, doing anything, you probably have to file. Okay. But it's the only but thing you have for, to do. There's no tax to pay.
1: Okay, 5400 is just a reporting thing, and uh, yeah. And in one videos, uh, uh, one of your videos, you mentioned that there's a form 1120 also goes as a cover form to form 5472.
0: That's right. I actually have a little course that I put together showing you. It's like five hours explaining exactly how to prepare the form. And then we review it. If you, uh, if you do the course, that'd probably be best for you. Cause then you would actually, you could do it for your clients too.
1: Mm-hmm. Fine. I'll go through that. Is it there on your website?
0: Um. No, you have to just email me and I'll tell you I'll email you the details. I, I'm where we've been, I have a lot of stuff to do to finish my, my new website with the, some courses on it and stuff. So you email okay. me, I can send you the link.
1: Sure, I'll check it out then. Mm, huh, the important question I had like, uh, I want to now open an IRS e services account to enable e filing of returns. So that's the IRS, yeah. Oh, so yeah,
0: that's I- yeah, okay. I ask you can ask me the questions. Sorry, no, I'm just I remember doing it, it was such a headache. Um, ah,
1: it's a headache, and uh, the point the point is they are asking for uh, me to have uh, an SSN or an ITEN. So being a foreigner, I have neither. And uh, how can I open an IRS e-services account then?
0: You have to ask them. Yeah. If you need an ITIN, you got to get an ITIN.
1: Okay. So, but ITEN, I tried the uh, form W-7 It uh, it's mandatory to file a tax return in most of the cases if you want to apply it's for an ITIN. It's always
0: mandatory to file a tax return because well, not always. Yeah, basically it's always mandatory, whether you are or your family is. You need to have a reason to request a, a TIN. And because you want an e-services account, is isn't listed on the form. So what we usually do is show a little bit of income and pay a little bit of tax. And then we say, look, you had some income, you had some tax to pay. That's why you need an ITIN.
1: Okay, so just because I have an LLC with an EIN, uh, is, is not reason enough for IRS to give me an ITIN?
0: Um... Let us let's just look it up. Let's just have some fun here. Um, so here's Form W-7. Okay. So these are the these are the A through H reasons a non-resident required to get an item to claim a treaty benefit, and you would need a tax return or at least an 8833 to do that. A non-resident alien filing a tax return filing a tax return, dependent of an alien, filing a tax return, spouse of an, uh, an alien or citizen alien filing a tax return, um, filing a tax return, dependent no. of a spouse filing a tax return basically or anything else. So you have to be filing a tax return.
1: No, I can do it under other, the last well, which,
0: option. We have to see the instructions. The instructions
1: um, say that I give in detail why I'm looking for an item.
0: Yeah, I mean, but why, what I'm telling you is that uh, I don't know if that'll work. It might work. You have to wait five or six months for them holding your password or your certified copy to find out if it works. Or you can just, I'll, I'm telling you what works. What works is you um, press B, file a tax return, and then you file a tax return, report $200 of income, and write them a $20 check. okay. And then you then you say, look, I had $200 of income. Here's my, here's my tax. I paid it. Give me my ITIN. Okay, is it? The, Otherwise, I, like I said, this might work, but you're going to have to wait five or six months for them to process it and tell you. And if it doesn't, then you have to wait another five or six months to see.
1: <laughs>
0: no, no. No, so that's, so I'm, I'm telling you this, this could work. I don't know. But uh-huh. I know this works. I do this for people all the time. Okay. and then you Fine. have to fill this out really closely really well you definitely need a foreign address um mm. you need to fill out everything you can and uh, attach the great copies certified by your your embassy in india or by by the issuing agency so whoever issued the passport has to stamp it and certify it on the same page not over the picture on the side of the same page it's really crazy
1: it's crazy yeah so you are also in certifying also a certifying acceptance agent right yes i am so
0: um, you can take care of this stuff for of course yeah i mean i can do that i do that too i'm just telling you because you're a you're a cpa and you're gonna get these questions too i mean, it's and it's fun for me to teach so how to become a certified acceptance agent can you do this too because they they have these all over the world and this would be helpful if you could certify stuff in india and in hyderabad how to become an acceptance agent for IRS item numbers? So, you know, you can always apply year round. This is the form. It looks like you have to take sure. a little course, okay. um, acceptance agent. You have an LLC, professional mm-hmm. standards. you're a CPA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, non-resident alien, a test green visa for design. Okay. Yeah. So you can do it. Is that an exam which we have to pass? It's, it's like a, it's a, it's more of, it's like a notary exam. Like, uh, it's it's like saying like uh it's like an exam on like um, fraudulent documents and how to verify if a passport is real kind of thing.
1: Okay, okay, that's fine. That looks cool. I'll try that later. But uh, first, I want to get this item stuff. And so, how much uh, uh, will it cost me if I uh, decide to get this uh, ITIN
0: work through you? We've been we've been uh, we used to do the items for a thousand, but we lowered it to seventy five our seven hundred and fifty dollars. And that includes okay. we pay the tax that we put on there and everything. Hmm.
1: Got it, got it. So that is uh, about uh, item and uh, ah, so Ethan, uh, you don't do tax filing?
0: Uh, yeah, oh, I do. No. I'm trying to do less, but I do. I do tax filing, sure.
1: Okay, because your name says tax consultants.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm a I'm a CPA, and all we do is tax consulting. It's more. Like tax planning is more, more fun than just doing tax returns all day. And we and we, we're getting a lot of local people. It's just time, like people who, just want stuff cheap and fast. And not, we're trying to be, more expensive and more detailed. So we're we're cutting down, like better quality clients, um, less less clients. So, we've been doing less tax returns. But I have like a hundred tax returns to do before the next filing season. So before like September and October, so I have plenty of stuff to do.
1: So that is there. One more question. Yeah, Will I be liable to file form 1040NR?
0: You have
1: to, yes. 1040NR. Okay, but you said that, uh, okay, even though a single member LLC will be a disregarded entity, so whatever income the LLC earns will be regarded as my personal income. So in that capacity, I have to file a 1040NR reporting all that income?
0: No, 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 no. I mean, you said... Uh, I thought you were asking like if you can or if you, what you would report as a 1040 NR. No, I mean, I take the position that income earned by the LLC is not US source income based on case law and my interpretation of the code because you're doing yeah. your services abroad and it's a pass-through entity. So um, that's how I that's how I see everything. So I say no, Definitely, a lot of people are doing 1040 NRs and paying taxes and stuff. I definitely don't think you have to. You have to do a 1040 NR to get your ITIN though.
1: Uh, I uh, yeah. yeah I didn't, I'm I'm trying to get my IT in anyway so but I just thought that so I don't have to report I don't have to file at all 1040NR then
0: no okay. if you since you're see uh, again since you're into this and doing it you might want to file a protective form just like uh it's more important for foreign corporations but you know basically file a blank 1040NR now you can file electronically especially when you can e-file just telling the IRS look I have no US source income um I'm just filing just anyways to file. Um, just so you start the statute of limitations and everything.
1: Okay. Okay. Next point regarding bank account for the LLC, again, which you have touched upon in quite a few of your videos. So I looked through Mercury and in one video you suggested Relay Financial. Yeah. So for startup LLC, like, uh, you know, like for, for this kind of service that I'm trying to provide, either it would be fine or uh, which one do you recommend or anything else?
0: Uh, Relay is better. I mean, but Relay is only invite only. So you'd have to like try and contact support and get invited to them. I mean, obviously I invite my clients and they all use it and they like it. Uh, it's, it's like, it's, it's base. it's kind of very, it's very similar to Mercury and Mercury works great. It's just Relay has more is better for like e-commerce people and stuff because you can mo- make multiple accounts you can open or order multiple debit cards and you can have different admin users and level of access and stuff so relay has more stuff to it um but they're they literally are both the same bank they're both backed by evolved bank and trust so they're, huh. they're literally both the same u.s bank they're just different services
1: so why haven't the traditional banks like uh, maybe chase or wells fargo Bank of America, they are into this space like for foreigners and for, you know, they foreign don't make it overseas. easy. They
0: don't make it easy. Maybe because they already make too much money um, okay. without it. Um, there's extra regular, extra risk they would have to take on. Mm-hmm. It's because okay. it's like extra risk, extra work, extra compliance, just more stuff when they're already making a lot of money.
1: Yeah.
0: Like they don't really need to do it yet got it i imagine it would come soon now that people don't want to leave the house and go to banks but they still haven't embraced it yet i have a lot of clients that would like to use chase but they have to come see them in person yeah there's different ways around it but it's more complicated and you know we have to use our attorney and it's not Mm -hmm. worth it like mercury bank works fine
1: yeah yeah works fine and see whatever cost they, they have zero costs for, and you can maintain that zero balance. They just charge you for an international wire transfer.
0: Yeah. Uh, and you can't just, send wires everywhere, but um, you know, it's, it works. You can use transfer wires for anything they don't have.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. And uh, yeah, because the LLC is a pass through entity. So any amount that I pay to myself, I heard you said that as a distribution. So Anyway, I'll be showing that amount in my, uh, reporting that amount in my India tax filing. So uh, f- from the U.S. tax point of view, that doesn't make any difference, right? Whatever amount I pay to myself.
0: That's just what you would report as your distribution on the 5472. And yeah, you, so I mean, you're, you're the Indian um, tax person. So I don't know how it, how it works in India.
1: You know, being an Indian resident, it's the same, you know, if you're a U- U.S. resident, so you report all your global income in the U.S., but I'm an Indian resident, so I have to report my global income in India. It,
0: uh, so so day are day. you going, to, so let's say you make um, $200,000 um, from your LLC net income, you send $100,000 to yourself in India. That extra hundred thousand staying in your LLC, are you gonna report that and pay tax on it in India? Or are you going to? Yes,
1: yes, no, no. I am supposed to report the entire two hundred thousand.
0: You heard it here, <laughs> Indian government. He's reporting it all. <laughs> <laughs> I the know Indian- not everybody does, and that's uh, the beauty with these uh, LLCs. Is I'm not gonna tell you what to do. I'm, they, I don't know how the Indian government would know, but uh, because you, you're leaving it here, but you're supposed to report it, you're going to report it. We're held to a higher standard as a uh, tax professional. So, um.
1: no, no, and Indian government is very strict nowadays in India, uh, in the Indian tax return, being an Indian resident wherever in the world, I hold a bank account uh, of which I am a signatory. So I have to report that bank account, uh, peak balance in that bank account during the year. And oh, uh, just like we do. Uh, my passport number and everything. Uh, okay, just like office. we do then. Okay. You mean the F-bar filings, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. The filings, yeah. So that uh, quite similar to that. So it's very difficult to get away, and I don't have a choice whether to report just two hundred thousand or hundred thousand out of that. have <laughs> yeah. No
0: choice anymore. No, I, was, people, I, I was I was just messing with you about that. That's fine. The nose is tightening. You know? So it's uh, yeah. I've got to disclose everything. But you know, not even even with the LLC not being necessarily a tax haven for you because you report it. Uh, you know, the cost of the, the benefits you get from still having it like local bank accounts and using dollars and faster transactions already they they worth it anyways yeah absolutely which is what we talk uh, about a lot on the channel
1: uh, uh right james i think i covered uh, all of my points so awesome
0: awesome so um great thanks for uh thanks for scheduling the call and let me know send me an email if you need help with uh, the itens or you want to check out that fifty four seventy two course is best to just find uh, a client who needs that that service and then uh pay buy the course and then sell it to them they pay for it right sure so do,
1: do send me the uh the link of that course
0: so I'll, yeah i have yes. to send some emails anyways send okay cool i'm gonna post this call on the channel right yeah that's fine Cool, great, thank you. Uh, Hopefully we can help someone in your position. Another Indian CPA who can't find a video specifically addressing these questions. (laughs) There has to be another one. Thank you so much. Okay, thanks buddy, I'll see you later. Bye. Okay, everyone, I think the call went really well. Uh, Deepak, really nice guy, we had a great conversation and I think I answered all his questions. Uh, I hope you enjoyed our conversation and what we talked about. Maybe you learned something. If you want to have a call with me or a private or a Zoom call like this uh, that I share on the channel, it's all in the, in the description below. You can schedule it yourself. Go ahead. You can email us the same way. And again, please give me that thumbs up and subscribe if you haven't done it already. It really helps right there. That little thumbs up. And uh, comment if you have any other questions. I'll try and respond to that all as much as fast as I can. <laughs> Happy to be back making videos after my, my quick break and I will see you all on the next video. Thanks for watching.